Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. I want to start here because I just can't get off the fact that the Lord is good. I mean, I've been on it, glory to God, for several weeks, and I just can't get off it because I believe that as, as, as the Holy Ghost has been leading pastor to, to stir us in the basics, glory to God, really it's the foundations, amen. You know, once you learn two plus two, you don't, you don't leave that and go, and go on to something else. You add to that, but you always need two plus two. Come on, you always need what, what is one plus one. You always need what is five plus five. You use that on the daily, I would say. Hallelujah. Going to the grocery store, going, going, going to, to shop, you know, shop here and there and, and, and planning for the budget and all kinds of other things. You use the, the basics, a.k.a. the foundational things of mathematics every single day. Amen. And those basics are what you can build on to go further and, and, and to go into advanced things, right? But there are some basics, some fundamentals that we never leave to go elsewhere, glory to God, but rather we, we, we build on top of those things. But it's good every once in a while to remind ourselves of these fundamental truths, these things that are, that are so foundational, glory to God. Because how many of you know, if, if you're going to build a second story, all my builders can say, Amen. You need to check and make sure the foundation is ready to add a second story to an existing building. You don't just say, well, I'm sure it's fine. Let's no, but if you want to go up higher, you got to make sure the foundations are the way they are supposed to be, that they're strong. And I'm grateful for the foundational truths that Pastor has been bringing the last few weeks, this series that he's on, because it's stirring me up, glory to God, to make sure that the things that, that I have started with, glory to God, are strong and that they're able to hold when I go up higher. Hallelujah. He's not trying to take us back. He's trying to give us a, a foundation to make sure we can go higher. Woo. And so I've just been endeavoring to, even when I say God is good, not to say that like, like Brother Doug says. See, I grew up Pentecostal. I grew up in this church. I grew up in, 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 a, in a place where I knew God is good. But I have to be careful that I don't say God is good and let that just come by as something I say. Well, God is good all the time. And it's just something I say. This is something that I'm looking at and saying, do I believe foundationally that God is as good as he says he is in his word so that when I go on to take some more ground, I've already got a foundation that I know cannot be shaken. And that's one of the foundational truths that God has, has stirred in the body of Christ. Uh, and he, and he, he's not leaving that. We're building on that. Praise God. Thank God for the foundations. Woo, thank God for the things that he's, that he's laid. Amen. Thank God for those that have plowed the ground for some truths. Come on, we don't leave those truths behind and move on to something else. We build on top of the truths that, that men and women have sweat and spilled blood and, and spent years praying and, 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 and plowed ground, glory to God, that, that we didn't have to plow. We don't say, oh, that's a great field. I'm going to go over to this field. No, we stay in the field that God has led us to, glory to God, and we keep moving in that field. We don't, we don't just stay and camp out, but we keep plowing in the same field, glory to God, and we're great. 
grateful for the ground that has come before us. And God is good is a, is a foundational truth that has been plowed by some of the forefathers of the church. Glory to God. And hallelujah, or replowed. You know, it's a foundational truth in the word. But it was replowed uh, 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 back in, I guess, the 60s, 70s, maybe in the healing revival. I'm not totally sure. But I'm glad it was plowed when I came around. Hallelujah. Let's read Psalms chapter 34. It says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see, Psalm chapter 34, verse 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for there is no want to those that fear him. For the young lions, they lack and suffer uh, hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack, shall not lack, shall not lack any good thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God, shall not lack any good thing. That means the Father has no intent for you lacking any good thing that he has planned for your life. He's good in the morning, he's good in the afternoon, he's good in the evening, he's good all day long. He'll be good tomorrow when you wake up and he'll be good tomorrow night when you lay your head to rest. He's not changing. The Bible says there's not even a shadow of turning. That means he's not even going to look like he's turning when it comes to his goodness. And like Pastor said this morning, his goodness and mercy are forever. We're never going to run out of his goodness. You're not going to get to the end of, of your 30th year, your 40th year, or your 50th year, or your 60th year, or your 70th year, or your 80th year, and run out of his goodness. No, his goodness is going on forever. It goes out before us, and the Bible says, Surely goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Woo! <laughs> surely goodness, surely mercy follows me all the days of my life. Mm, it causes me to stay in the house of the Lord. When I'm drinking and feeding on his goodness and mercy, it calls me and causes me to stay in the house of the Lord. It calls me to come together. It calls me to spend time in his presence. It calls me to open up his word. Glory to God. The Bible says that the goodness of the Lord actually calls us to repentance. That means it causes us to turn from the things that are limiting us, turn from the things that are entrapping us, turn from the weights that are easily trying to ensnare us. When we look to his goodness, we turn from those things and we lean into the goodness and the mercies of the Lord. That's why we come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and help in the time of need because when we turn, glory to God, those things don't have the attraction that they seem to have. Woo, God's too good. God's too good. Glory to God. God's too good. Well, I know that, Brother Steve. Well, do you know it like you ought to know it? Are you experiencing it? Because the Bible says taste and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste. Tasting isn't looking. Tasting isn't agreeing. Tasting isn't saying, I'm not offended by it. I'm not offended that God is good. That's not tasting. I agree that God is good. That's not tasting. Tasting is experiencing. I like what the Bible uh, in basic English, the way it says, it says, by experience. By experience. Come on. There's something different than looking or experiencing. 
There's something different from looking at something or, 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 or uh, uh, being aware of something and then experiencing. It says, by experience, you will see that the Lord is good. Happy is the man who has faith in him. Hey, happy, happy. Glory to God. I said this to the choir this morning, but if you're not happy in faith, then you need to check in on your experience. I said, if you're not happy in faith, you need to look and check in on your experience. Are you tasting? Are you experiencing his goodness? Because when you're tasting, when you're experiencing, when you're, when you're bellying up to the table of his goodness, glory to God. <laughs> when you've bellied up to the table of his faithfulness, the psalmist said, I will, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It says, I will feed on his faithfulness. Glory to God. Feeding isn't tasting even. Feeding is one step further. It's like I tasted, I realized it's good, now I'm going to feed on it. Come on. You know I always get around to food sometime in my message. But you know, Pops came home last night with some ribeyes. And he came home with some cowboy cut ribeyes, which means they're the thick cuts. Come on, look at somebody say thick cuts. Woo, Hallelujah. And I could smell them coming off the grill. Come on, I could smell them coming off the grill. And that was good. It was good to smell them. It was good to be in the vicinity. It was good to to be in the atmosphere. Oh, because there was a fragrance in the atmosphere. And sometimes we come to church and we come to gather together with the family of God and, and at the presence of God. And we're satisfied with just being in the atmosphere smelling a little bit. Mmm, man, God smelled good today. Ha <laughs> ha. Ooh, I smell it. I don't know about you, but I'm not satisfied with the smell. I don't want just the fragrance uh, of the steak. Glory to God. I wasn't satisfied and said, well, thank you, Pops, for grilling those. Man, I, I, those smelled great. I'll, I'm off to bed. No, that, wasn't, that, wasn't, that didn't cut it for me. But when he popped it on the plate and it took up most of the plate, hey, ha. Huh. Ooh, <laughs> more than enough. Amen. And, and when it sat on the plate, you know, that first cut was nice and tender. And, and, and the, the knife just sliced right through it. And I took a taste. Ooh, glory to God. And at that moment, I tasted and saw that that thing was good. But how many of you know that didn't satisfy me either? Come on, I said that didn't satisfy me. I didn't say, well, that was enough. Praise the Lord. I had a bite. Glory to God. I tasted and saw that it was good. And so thank you, Pops. I'm off to bed. No, I went ahead and cut me another piece, another slice of that steak. Glory to God. And then I got on into the part where there's a little bit of marbling. Because I'm like God. I like the fat of the land. Amen. I don't want just the lean. I don't want just the, 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 the one that doesn't have any marble. I want some marbling in my state. Glory to God. Because I'm trying to live in the overflow. <laughs> I'm trying to live in the increase. I'm trying to live off the top of the barrel, the fat of the land. Glory to God. And when I've been into that steak and it was juicy and it had flavor and it had some marbling. Glory to God. I said, well, that was enough. Two bites. No, I began to feed on what was good. Come on, y'all, y'all, y'all not feeling me tonight. I said, I began to feed on what was good. When you've tasted something and you realize that it was good. Hey, hey, hey. glory to God. 
you, someone don't have to beg you to taste more. They don't have to get up here and, oh, come on, yeah, yeah, la, 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 come on. Do it, do it, praise him, give him glory, hey, hey, hey. Taste that steak, come on, Brother Steve, taste that steak. Oh, eat another bite. Come on, Pops wasn't having to cheer me on to get me to take some more of that bite. Glory to God. I knew on my own I was about to have some more steak. As soon as I took that first bite, I was hooked to having more of that steak that night. Glory to God. In this presence of God is the same way. We ought to take that first bite when we show up. Woo, man, oh, we don't even have to wait till we get here. We can oh, as we're getting ourselves ready in the morning. Uh, when we get ourselves ready uh, to come at night, and begin to taste of his goodness. Begin, we, oh, when we wake up tomorrow morning, hey, and we've had a good, good meal. I'm not satisfied. Guess what? I'm going to eat tonight after church. I had a good steak last night, but that didn't satisfy me. I'm not done for the week. And I tell you what, if there was another steak just the same sitting on a plate tonight, I would eat it and enjoy it just the same. But God's good. He's got something new. It says his goodness, his mercies are new every morning. (laughs) Oh, and he's cooking up something fresh. He's cooking up something good. He's cooking something up that's tasty. And he's inviting us to the table. He said, taste and see that I am good. Taste and see. And I just like it when God dares me to do something. When his word just invites me or dares me, glory to God, it's like over in Malachi. Oh, when he says, I dare you. (laughs) I dare you to try me now in this and see if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour out a flood tide of blessing. Oh, root where you don't even got room enough to contain it. I dare you to try it and see. Oh, that just does something to me. It just does something to me. I double dog dare you to try me and see if I won't. (laughs) Oh, that's the father talking. Now try me and see if I won't. (laughs) There's just something about that language that the father's saying, oh, come on. Come on. Just try me and see if I won't. (laughs) I wish I wish he would. You ever been in, been into a place, you know, and you're maybe you're you've had a, a frustrated day, and and you see somebody cutting their eye at you in the grocery store because you moved in line, and you just I wish he would say something right now, because I'll give him a piece of my mind. I wish he would. I wish he would pull over and see if I if I don't tell him his business for cutting me off in traffic. You ever been in that kind of kind of mood? Well, God was kind of in that mood because the, the, the Israelites were saying, it doesn't pay to serve God. It doesn't bless me to, bless, to, to, to serve God and to give to God. That's what they were saying. He said, your words are harsh against me, and I wish you would even try to t- bring the tithe back into the storehouse. Try me now in this and see if I won't <laughs> pour out a flood tide. Don't you dare say there's not good to serve me because I got a flood tide of blessing. I'm just waiting for you to give glory to God that's going to pour out and you won't even have room enough to contain it. Hey, that's why pastor don't have to beg me to tithe. You don't have to beg me to, oh, Brother Steve, bring your tithe into the storehouse this week. Oh, Brother Steve, you going to tithe this week? No, you don't have to ask me because I've tasted and I've seen that God, oh, he's got a flood tide of blessing pouring it out on me. Glory to God. Come on. We ought to know God just as good as we know steak. 
We ought to know God just as good as we know our favorite burger joint. We ought to know God just as good as we know our favorite restaurant. We're born of the Spirit. We got a flesh, but we're not, we're not fleshly beings. Glory to God. We're spirits, and we ought to know how to taste. We ought to know how to belly up. We ought to know how to experience, glory to God, the goodness of our God, the goodness of our Father. He's inviting us to a table, and he says, come and dine with me. Glory to God. Woo. Ain't no way. Glory to God. I won't have what he's asked me, what he's given for me. Oh, hallelujah. I know it's too good. I know it's too good. Jay, you mind if I share what you share with me? He, Jay told me this right before service. He shared a testimony with me. He said that this today, is it today that marks that tenure or this month? This month marks 10 years since he gave his last dollar in the offering. And he said today, 10 years later on the month, that he wrote a tithe check that was bigger than his whole paycheck whenever he gave that last dollar. I said he wrote a tithe check that was bigger than his paycheck. Whoo, that'll preach. Hey. Why? Because he was willing to give the last dollar. He said, you know what? This dollar ain't doing me no good anyway. I can't get gas to get home on this dollar. I can't pay my light bill with this dollar. But God said, I, I'll take that dollar. And I dare you. I dare you to watch what I'll do. I'll dare you, glory to God, to see if I won't open up the windows of heaven. Come on, he knows if if you'll give him that last dollar, boy, he can trust you with a whole lot more dollars. Because the dollar ain't nothing but a thing to you. Glory to God. Oh, your, 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 your idea is not to get more dollars. Your idea is to be a bigger vessel. Glory to God. Because if you let go of that last dollar, whoo, come on. And, and, and I'm guessing that nobody had to beg you to write that tithe check tonight. tonight. No. Because he's tasted. He's tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Oh, if you're having, that's why I said last week, if you're, have, you're, if you're having an obedience problem, you're really not having an obedience problem. You're having a tasting and see that God is good problem. Because when you begin to taste again, taste afresh, taste anew, glory to God, the obedience springs forth. It says that, re, that repentance happens when you begin to taste of the Lord's goodness. Hallelujah. So don't be, don't be, well, that's good for Jay, but it's not happening for me. Well, begin to taste again. Come on, I, I, I guarantee there's not a person in the building tonight that hasn't tasted and seen at some point that the Lord was good. Come on, just wave at me if you've ever, ever, in a moment, maybe it was one afternoon, maybe it was one time 25 years ago when you first came to the altar. I don't know when it was, but wave at me if you've ever seen that God's been good. Oh, hallelujah. Well, here's the neat thing about that. Glory to God, and you better watch out because I might kick my shoe at you. But glory to God, that wasn't an end-all, be-all. That was an invitation into a relationship. Glory to God of God's goodness that he was looking to pour out for a lifetime, even forever, because it's says his goodness and mercy last forever and the reason we get tired of obeying is because we haven't been bellying up to the right table
And see, I can speak to this because I've been, I've been to youth camp. And what do you mean by that, Brother Steve? I've been to youth camp where you get hot dogs served every other kind of way. Hot dogs in spaghetti noodles. Hot dogs in macaroni and cheese. Hot dogs with stale buns. And you know, when you're not tasting the right things, you get tired of eating. I was, no, thank I'm, I'm not even really hungry. I, I, no, I, I'm. And, and, and then somebody, you know, goes off campus and brings a little bag of Taco Bell. And see, I, I don't even like Taco Bell that much. But when you've been eating hot dogs erroneous, all of a sudden Taco Bell ain't, mm, okay, chalupa, si senor. But when you're not eating right, you can get tired of eating. You can get tired of eating. And when you're not tasting right, that's why, that's why the, the goodness of God is a foundational thing. Because out of it springs our obedience. Out of it springs our willingness. Out of it springs, yes, God. Yes, Father, I'll do what you ask me to do. I'm a vessel for you to use. Why? Because I know that you are good. Whew, that's why, man, the Holy Ghost stirred Sister Michelle to sing that song. I don't know when the last time we sang that song, but it was going off in me like a, like a rocket. For I know that you are good. Because I knew, I knew what the Lord was, was, was stirring in me. Oh, for I know, oh, you are good. Oh, I give thanks. Glory to God. Oh, I give thanks. See, when you know that he is good, thanksgiving springs forth. Hallelujah. Where have you, where have you pulled away from the table? You know, it's not my intention to talk about giving tonight. But since we're here, let's... Let's get in a little bit. What, as I was down there singing, singing and worshiping, the question, what offering that you're not giving is keeping you from the windows being open? What offering that you're not bringing? Because, see, God, I, I, know, I don't know the book, so you can't, you can't do it. Brother Steve's just talking to me because he knows I didn't get, I don't know anything about what you're giving is. But I do know what the word says. And you may be a tither. Praise God. Because the windows are open. But God said in Malachi. Let's turn over there. Is that all right? We're going to do it anyway. Hallelujah. I learned from my pastor. You can ask those kind of questions to be nice. But just go ahead and do what's on your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it says in verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes only. In tithes and. Tithes and offerings. And sometimes this isn't just monetary. Sometimes the Lord's been pricking your heart about some, something you're doing with your time. Some area that he's calling you to serve. Some area he's asking you to step up in that they could really use help or. And and so you're you're robbing. Well, how are we robbing God? Because when he purchased you. Whoo, when you became his purchased possession. Paul said it like this. I'm no longer my own. 
I like what one translation it says. It says, it's no longer I that liveth, but it's simply Christ using my body. Hey, <laughs> glory to God. Where, where are you withholding? Where are you saying, no, I, I can't afford to let that go? What, what, what thing has the Holy Spirit been pricking your heart about and just saying, why don't, you, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why, why don't you do this? See, he's a gentleman. He's not going to beat you over the head. He's not going to say, I am declaring unto you that you are going to close up the wind. Now, there are times that that happens, but really we'd rather him not have to get to that point. The gentle mm, movings of the spirit. You know, I've been married almost 20 years this July, and I've learned that I'd rather read my wife in the gentle suggestions, the small movements, and not have to wait till she's like, will you please? Because when that happens, I'm usually in trouble. I've been neglecting something that she's been trying to get me to, to do, right? Well, the Holy Spirit, we're in covenant relationship with him. He, we're in covenant relationship with the Father. He doesn't want to have to yell and, 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 and beat us over the head or, or raise his voice to get us. No, he wants to be in that kind of covenant relationship where we are just so desirous to please him. And he's so desirous to please us, glory to God, that we can't help but fulfill each other's hearts because we're listening and we're leaning in and we're desiring what, what he wants and he's desiring what we want. And as we move together, glory. Glory to God, we walk into this, to these blessings and into these things that he's had for us all along. But it's not a forceful thing. He's not desiring to be forceful. He had servants when he had Israel, but he sent the Lord to bring us back into a family of true covenant. Glory to God, where we were one with the Lord and that we would be yielded to his, his, his heart and yielded to the nudges of his spirit. You know, I think about the prophet who went out and, and, and there was a big windstorm, right? And there was big wind and, and lightnings, but, but the Lord wasn't in that. And then there was fire falling, but the Lord wasn't in that. And then there were shaking, but the Lord wasn't in that. But then there was a still small voice. What was it? It was a prophetic picture of what the Lord was trying to take us into. Glory to God. Some Christians just want the, want the lightning. They just want the fire. They just, that's good. I want the fire if the Lord wants the fire. If he wants to show up in fire, I want it. But I don't want him to have to get to fire to get my attention. I don't want to have to have the building shake for me to say, yes, Lord. I want the gentle nudge of the Holy Spirit lightning on a, uh, enlightening me on a scripture as I open up my, my Bible in the morning and the Spirit of God saying, yeah, do this. You know what I've been nudging you to? Here it is. Do this. Step out on that. Why? Because I'm good and I'm inviting you into more. See, when we get our foundation straight and understand that, the, that his goodness is the foundation for us to leap forward. Ooh, glory to God. It makes it easier to obey. See, the father, he, like I said last week, he's not a, he's not a hard taskmaster. He's, he's not a tyrant. He, he is a good, loving father. Hallelujah. And the Bible clearly says, it says, if, if you being, you know, who, if your son or your daughter says, Look, I want a loaf of bread that you bring out a stone. No. Or if they say, I, I'm hungry for fish. Well, here's this serpent. And he said, if you being natural, 
know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your father? How much more your father? He said, if you ask anything according to my will, I'll hear you. Well, that's good. I just know God heard me. But if you know that he hears you, you know you have the things that you've asked for. This is our father, guys. This is our good, good father that we sing about. When we say, my God is good, this is who we're talking about. This father that can't help but give. This father that can't help but bless. This father that can't help but draw you into more. This father that loves you more than you could ever love yourself. And has given everything for you. Inviting you into. Oh, don't withhold. Don't withhold. Don't withhold the tie. Don't withhold the offering. Don't withhold the time. Don't withhold the energy. Don't withhold the roba babashet when it's not convenient. Don't withhold the turning on some worship and just getting before the Lord and saying, I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you. Glory to God. Don't withhold the opening up of the scriptures. Glory to God, because you know that you don't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This is who God has created you to be. This is who he He's ordained you to be. Glory to God is to be one that knows how to belly up to the table. Belly up to the table. I dare you. Like Brother Doug was was speaking to us before. If you haven't gotten in on the missionaries, I dare you to try it. I don't know what it is that God's dealing with you about. I'm not the Holy Ghost. But I do know by the Holy Ghost that he's stirring some folks. For more. He's stirring folks for more. And the more comes by knowing the foundation that you're on. New, a new creation. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Man, God has been just tearing at my heart in a good way. You know what I mean by that. Just grabbing at my heart about this, this message that pastor's preaching about the power. Because I know there's some things of God's power that I haven't walked in yet. But there's things that I've been desiring. And the things that he's preaching is stirring my heart to let go of some things. So I can get a hold of some more things that the Lord is asking me to do. And he's not asking me because he wants to just have more control. He's asking me. Sometimes we say the Lord wants control. He wants he wants control not because, because he just is a control freak. He wants control because he wants to lead you. Come on, if, you, if you're trying to get from point A to point B and you don't know the way, but the guy in the car with you knows the way, why don't you go ahead and give him control of the car so you get, both get to the destination that you both want to get to? That's the kind of control he's looking for. Not robot control. Control, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> He's looking to, to, to have the driver's seat so that he can lead and direct and guide and say, see this over here, this is for us. See that over there, that's not for us. It says, Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. What is a yoke? A yoke is two oxen locked together at the neck. But so when one moves one direction, where does the other one go? The same direction. And when the other one moves this direction, the other one goes that direction. Because they're yoked together. And and, and the Lord is inviting us to be yoked together with him. But he says, my yoke isn't hard. You're not an oxen. 
You're a son. You're a daughter. And he said, so my yoke is actually easy and my yoke is actually light. And if you will be yoked together with me, then I can say, hey, let's go over here and let's move over here because there's blessing here. There's, there's freedom for somebody here. And if you'll, if you'll let go of, of keeping your eyes over here on this, on this thing that you've been looking at and go over this direction, I'll actually be able to use you to set somebody free. And you actually realize, man, I've been designed for this all the time. This is actually what I enjoy doing. Mm. Praise God. You know, we're all different folks, and, and we all have different, different strengths and different likes and things. You know, I, I've, I've tried running over the years, and, and I've gotten into it, you know, in times. But I've never actually enjoyed it. I'm short. I'm stocky. I'm not built for long-distance running. And I'll go out there and play on the soccer field, but my tank doesn't last as long as some of these skinny guys that, that are out there with me. Graham, quit praising God over there on that. I don't need your help right now. <laughs> but on the other hand, come to the, to the weight room with me and see if you can lift what I naturally and am capable of lifting because I'm geared that way. I'm geared that way. My body is built that way. I naturally can get underweight and press it easier than the skinny guy who can run around the field. But, but when you find the things that you like and you're built for, like it, you realize, like, oh, man, this just fits me. And I enjoy it. I, don't, I lift weights not, not only to stay healthy. I lift weights because, yes, it, it, it's good for my body. Yes, it's good for my heart. And it gets my heart rate up. And, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it allows me to have a steak every now and again and whatnot. But, but I also lift weights because I actually enjoy it. I don't have to talk myself into lifting weights. I actually go out there and I put in a little podcast, oh, of Faith Classics, and I, and I get in there and I start lifting and I start pressing, amen, and 30, 40 minutes go by and I've just had a good old time. Now, somebody else might be like, well, that sounds like torture to me. Well, that's fine. But what I'm saying is what God's inviting you into. If I never walked into a gym, if I never walked into the weight room in eighth grade, and had the coach say, this is how you do this, and this is how you do that. If I had never yielded my time, yielded my energy. See, we know how to do this naturally, but, but we ought to be better at it spiritually. Glory to God, because this is what we're actually called to. But if I never said, yeah, I'll yield my time, I'll yield my energy and give myself to that then I would have never found something that has proven from 8th grade to 40 years old time and time and time of something that keeps me strong, keeps me healthy, and, and actually is something that I enjoy doing. Well, so much more, so much the more, if we being natural, know how to yield ourselves to, to natural things, glory to God that only profit a little, how much more that we ought to be bellying up to the table of tithes, bellying up to the table of offerings, bellying up to the table of serving, bellying up to the table of humility, bellying up to the table of yes, Lord, bellying up to the table of I'll talk to that person tomorrow that needs to. I, I don't believe that Brother, brother uh, uh, Doug, Brother Hagen, Brother Doug was saying, saying that just by happenstance. When he said you'll meet somebody tomorrow that needs to know that God is good, that pricked in my heart. 
So that, that, was, that was by the unction of the Holy Ghost. I bet a lot of us will meet somebody tomorrow that needs to know that God is good. How about bellying up to the table? Yes, Lord, I'll share that with them. What does that mean? You just share a 40-minute message? No, it might just be like, you know what? God's been so good to me this week. Let me share this testimony. Let me share this little tidbit. Yes, Lord, I'll belly up to that table. What is it that God's dealing with us about? Let's belly up. Amen. Father, we love you tonight. We thank you. Oh, for the radical goodness of your love, your mercy, your plan, your purpose. Father, stir us as as you have been leading pastor to get us in on these foundational truths, these basics. Father, help us to not take it lightly and just say, well, we've, we've been raised in this or I've known this for a while. Lord, help us to take seriously these foundational things that you're stirring in us. Because there are things that you're calling us into. There are things that you're calling us up higher to. And so it's not by happenstance and it's not just by by circumstance that these things are being presented or being encouraged, but it's by the leading of the Holy Ghost. And he's guiding and he's directing and he's teaching and he's showing and he's bringing light and revelation. So take seriously the things that the Spirit of God is dealing with you in your heart about these things that are being said. And don't let the moment pass and just say, well, I agree with these things, but rather say, am I a doer of these things that I have been hearing? And go in and check in with me and let me lead you and guide you and direct you and show you more truth that you've not yet known. For there is more truth to be known on all these things that are being presented. And so yield your heart and yield your mind and yield your time and energy. And don't look somewhere else and say, well, I'd rather hear about this or I'd rather hear about that. But rather take seriously the moment and the time and the thing that is being presented and receive of it wholeheartedly and openheartedly. And as you do, I'll guide you. And as you do, I'll direct you. And as you do, I'll adjust you. And as you do, I'll show you things to come. And as you do, I will reveal myself in a greater way. And you'll walk out of this season knowing me on a greater level than you ever have before. And you'll be more proficient in moving and flowing with my spirit than you ever have before. And you'll be more grounded and encouraged in my word than you ever have before by just staying open and being a doer. Of my word, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're so good. We honor you tonight. Father, we thank you for the things you are encouraging us in. We move. We we go with you. We don't just let these be songs we sing or declarations we say. We are vessels for you to use this week. And Lord, we just ask that you would highlight these things and we thank you that you are highlighting them and father lead us to the people that we need to share your goodness with this week share our testimony share your goodness share a word of encouragement be a light be that power-filled witness that you're calling us into we thank you for it in the name of jesus If you are going to be in
North Central Florida area. Just want more information about us, you can visit us online.